Yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to Real Talk, Real Truth, episode number six. Three plus two, three times two, uh, three plus three. All right, you know what? Forget it. Anyways, episode number six. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about my six. I don't listen. I don't know how to do all this math, um, but we're here at episode number six. Um, real talk, real truth. Um, building off a great episode number five. <laughs> we wanted to do something big here. We wanted to do something monumental for the for the real talk, real truth multiverse, and that is bringing a guest. And this guest is, you know, pretty good. I, I think it was really good. It was very, I would say, not only spontaneous, but perfectly timed for it to be a part of this episode today. Uh, Mr. J.O., why don't you, you know, introduce yourself again for like the 15th or second time, you know, however many times we try to record this episode. Oh, man. You know, thank you, Hector, for uh, you know letting me onto this podcast. As you guys invited me, you know, through my Instagram post that I had today, my very first, you know, uh, uh, audio, like, Dang, I can't speak today. But yeah, just thank you for letting me on the the um, podcast. You know, for the past few years, I've been trying to get closer with God and just keep on the sit that that lone path that God wants us to take instead of you know the more more popular uh, path that leads us to death. Uh, but yeah, I'm glad to be here. I can lie, that was actually a really, really good one, and I felt really good about that. So, good job, um, Chris. How are you? What is what's going on? What do we got? What do we got on the table today? What what are, we, what are we talking about today? So, guys, how you guys doing? Uh, today we're gonna be talking about sin. Mm. Oh, big Ooh. one! That's that popular path that uh, Mr. Dario was talking about. You know what I'm saying? That's the popular path. Yeah, you know, sin sin is not good. It's it's just being normalized and uh, yeah. it sucks to see it. Yeah, and, and that- sin is definitely separation from God. You know what I'm saying? That's like, yeah. oh man, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say, Hector? Yeah, I heard you trying to bring something. Yeah, I was gonna say something. I was gonna say like about the point that you made earlier, like when you texted us about it. Um, last after last episode, we had, we did have an idea. We were gonna talk about something that had to do with sin, or what is it, or why, or why, why we do it. Um, and and it's like, hey, these are things that we know not to do, but we still do them. Like we hate it, but we do it, and the things that we want to do, we don't do. Um. Not all the time, but that's just how it is, you know. Um, you know, as humans, we we you know we naturally, you know, that's what we are. You know, we sin. That's what we do, unfortunately. Um, and as you said, the normalization of it, like a lot of these things, have been normalized, and it's like, oh, it's not that bad. You know, this one's really bad, but that one's not as bad. So it's okay to do that one, right? No, that's not true. There's not. There's there's no like. Well, there could be. I don't know. There, no, no, there, no, there's not all, a hierarchy. There's all not a hierarchy. sin has the same punishment. They're all equal, no matter if it's murder or just like uh, having a judgment towards someone. They all can. They all lead to hell slash death, which is God sees all of it through one like perspective. It's just bad. With that being said, we will now dive into the the little baby reading we have just to set the table, and then we'll really start to get into it. So today's reading is uh, James chapter 2, verse number 11. Or we can do 10 and 11. Let's do 10 and 11. Um, 
For whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. For he who said do not commit adultery also said do not murder. If you do not commit adultery but do murder, you have become a transgressor of the law. So that's a very good verse that you quoted there, uh, Hector. Love that I was happy one. that I that I brought ten into it too. Or what was it? Yeah, um, yeah, it was ten. So what that what's that what that says is for whoever keeps the whole law but fails in one point has become accountable for all of it. And what that means is you can keep the in, the entire commandments, but if you fail to do one, you fail all of it. Yeah. So that means there's not again like it's not more valuable than the other. Mm-hmm. Not not one's not more bad than the other. They're all bad. If you do one, you do all. Yeah, and and one if you if you um go against one of the commandments, and it, it can basically lead to committing other parts of the Ten Commandments. Um, and I know Chris can inform me on that one. He has a little more knowledge uh, on it. Yeah. Uh. So you can't you can't necessarily get away with. Oh my gosh! I only told the white lie because <clears throat> that lie could lead into something else that 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 breaks the Ten Commandments. For example, you lie so much, you might idolize lying. Now you put lying as a god. The first commandment says uh, to love God or something like that, right? Uh, to not yeah. have any other gods before, mm-hmm. before yeah. God himself. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you, will, you will end up breaking these laws. But that's why we have good news for you. That's why we have Jesus. Jesus Christ laid down his life. You know what I'm saying? He came in as a baby. He laid down his life. He died at the age of 33, the most excruciating death. He rose again on the third day, ultimately uh, defeating sin, giving us the opportunity to have new life. And not just new life, but adoptionship with the Lord. Yeah. And... When, when Jesus was living his life, God treated Jesus, even though Jesus didn't commit any sins, God treated, treated Jesus as if it was us. You know, he gave him the worst punishments, even though he did everything correctly. And for us, God treats us as if we are Jesus and gives us, uh, you know, redemptions or, you know, is faithful to us or my fault, uh, for forgiving to us and you know yeah. it just gives us multiple tries. And that forgiveness is something that unfortunately a lot of us do take for granted. Yeah. Um there was a point before we started this episode was, you know, I know God'll forgive me, so you know, it's I'll do it later. Or like I can do this right now, which will like, you know, it's kinda like doing this. It's like, hey God, I'm gonna do something bad, but I know you're gonna forgive me. But, but like, so I'm gonna do this, and then you're gonna forgive me. Okay, that's how that's how we're gonna do that. That's not how that works. But you're already in your mind. You're you're committing that sin in your mind before you actually act out and do it. And it's like, oh, but I know God's gonna forgive me. So it's like, you know, everything's gonna be fine. Nothing yeah, bad's gonna happen. You're already lying to yourself, and so you already committed the sin when you think like that. And God hates that too. He does not. He despises that. You know, just lying to yourself, so because you, you, you know what's right, but you lie to yourself to believe what's wrong is right. And it's not as if God doesn't forgive, even though you say that He does forgive. He but it's to. the thing that it's it's like <clears throat> you're taking 
for granted Jesus Christ's sacrifice. You're misusing it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Why would you sit here and say, "Yeah, well, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna willingly step into this this sinful uh, area in my life? Maybe that might be uh, being with someone who you're not supposed to be or uh, with, or maybe just you know smoking weed. You're like, you know, I'm gonna just do it one more time. But when you say God is gonna forgive me later, you're you're just disregarding the the, the whole point of the gospel. You're disregarding the whole point of Jesus Christ. And that was to defeat sin. If you're going to claim Jesus Christ, you better claim him all the way. And many mm-hmm. times we fail at that, but you got to claim him all the way. That's why Jesus Christ says repent. Because when you when you do that complete uh, shift, that 180, you don't just uh, change your actions. You change your mind. You change your heart. That's when you come into fellowship with the Lord. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, and to leading with repent repentance, you have to cut off those tides that lead, or you know, the temptations that lead to sin. Like with a lot of people, you know, as the main sin that's going around for like teenagers or just anyone in general is porn, or you know, that most lustful uh, actions that can be taken towards someone. You know, like cutting off, uh, following those sexual Instagram profiles, or you know. Just, I don't know, just limiting the time that can lead you. Hold on, like limiting the time that you're on social media to cut off that temptation. Because if you know something is going to tempt you to do that thing, just cut it off instead of just keeping it there. And you know what? I want to expand on that. Many times as Christians, we'll try to push our limits. Oh, yeah. So, for example, you might be in a relationship. A uh, boyfriend and girlfriend relationship, and let's say that, and and we already know we already know that Jesus Christ says that you can sin on, uh, within your mind. You don't have to just act; you can sin within your mind. So, if you're if you have a a girlfriend, maybe for the men out there, and you start kissing her, and you start imagining these things as you're as you're uh, kissing her, that's a sin. So you got to limit kissing. You gotta or you gotta you know shorten down the kissing time or or just not kiss at all you know yeah. what i'm saying don't push your your limits rather rather set boundaries for yourself because your salvation matters than that matters more than that girlfriend or boyfriend mm-hmm. that person did not die for you that person did not uh look at you uh before you were born and say this is my child so uh always keep your salvation first and and make sure that uh sin isn't the thing that's leading you on this on on this uh in this journey that 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 we that we are all on mm, i can kind of relate to that because i have a girlfriend of my own and we're both followers of christ but sometimes we together fall into sexual desires and Commit an act, even though we know it's wrong. It's it's the worst feeling knowing that it could have just been prevented if we just cut those ties that have led or that can lead to more and more stuff. Right. And again, I know. I was like, hey guys, listen, if I take a backseat this episode, just know these guys are just going to do just as much as anybody else. You guys are just going to get as much information as possible. I don't mind. 
taking a back seat. But listen, the what, what, that what, what, you, what both of you just said. Um, you can limit it. You can, you know, <laughs> it, there's there's always that feeling of of of, of the, like, oh man, this is I regret this, or I don't, I don't, I'm not very proud of this, or I'm kind of like disappointed. But um, that's where that's where a lot of these punishments for sin are like when it comes to um lying right chris made the point earlier even if it's some, something such as small as like a little little if it's like a little little lie it's still sin so what that means is you become untrustworthy yeah because you lie and then if if you if you have premarital sex what comes with that stds abortions um, bad stuff yeah not 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 very not very good things oh. Um, so, so there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, 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 I was going to go somewhere else. Um, but a, a lot of this is just, is just normalized. It's like, it's fine. It's, it's not mm. fine. Um, again, you, you belittle the, 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 the greatest sacrifice yeah. ever because you, pick the world and you pick the flesh. And again, we said this um, in the last episode, we always try to reiterate this. You cannot be half in, half out. You can't sin and also be like, I mean, you can, like, here's the thing. We're going to be, uh, here's what I'm trying to reiterate. It's, you, we are going to sin. But it's being able to repent and ask for forgiveness wholeheartedly. <clears throat> That's the most important thing. You can't just ask for forgiveness because you know he will forgive you. He wants to forgive you, but you have to want to be forgiven wholeheartedly. Um, and seriously doing that self-reflection and, and, and humbling and understanding that again, we're never going to be perfect. We're always going to sin, but understanding that with, with, with Jesus dying on that cross, he paid that price for us. We, we didn't, we didn't pay that price. You know, God sent his only son to be sacrificed for us. And I feel like some people from, from you was kind of hard. Brother, brother, you're muted, brother. Okay, I clicked the space bar, my fault. <laughs> uh, but but for some people, and like for me in the beginning, it's kind of hard to believe that a person just saying that, you know, just Jesus, but some people just might say a person died, like died, like who has died for you? Maybe some people have had someone die for them, but most people haven't. Who can you say that has died for you and has done it to benefit you in your life? And like, oh my gosh, that's crazy. On the cross, he was thinking about you, 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 and me. He was thinking, he was thinking about everybody on that cross. Everybody. So think and about, could, think about the amount of love. He, 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 was, he was almost having doubts about doing all it, but he committed to it almost the way we have to commit uh, living a life of Christ. Picking up our cross daily, yeah. And I like to expand on what Dariel said. Uh, Jesus definitely had some doubts. Oh yeah, he he was like, let me tell you, he was in the garden <clears throat> right before he died. He was in the he was in the garden. He was his anxiety was so bad. You know, you guys ever have anxiety? Uh, Jesus's anxiety was so bad he started sweating blood. Jesus had anxiety. Yes. He was sweating Jesus. blood. Jesus Imagine being anxiety. so scared, so anxious to the point <laughs> where your body just starts sweating blood. Oh, I'd be so scared. Dang. But Man, you sweated blood. And that blood yep. is warm. So you sweated more. 
Oh, my that's what gosh. I'm saying. So think about it. So think about it. Here's what we have to do. Here's what Jesus did that we all have to do. He said, if you will it to, he said, he said, father, let this cup pass. But if you don't want it to, then I will. He, he, he asked God what he wanted of him. We have to always be in that constant communication and that constant, uh, 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 state of mind where we're asking God, like, God, what do you want from me? Yeah. When we're about to sin, Hey God, am I going, am I going in the right path right now? I guarantee you, God will answer you. He will answer you. And to kind of add on to that, I heard you say about will, the word will. Um, and it's kind of to put an example, like say you're starting a business um, and you think you want it to go well, but you first want to ask God, if it's in your will, let it be. Yeah. But if it's not, give me the strength to recover from it and continue. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, that's a, that's a huge point. That's really good. That's actually like having it be of the will um, and of that plan. Like if it if it if it matches with what God wants for you. Yeah, because if it's not in God's will, then it's for your own. And you don't want it to be your own. You don't want to live a li- live a life of your of the way of your understanding. You want it to be of God's understanding. Yeah, and it'll always matter. Mm-hmm, always, hundred percent. But going going back to uh, what Hector said uh, previously, he said one of the sins that have been normalized is is sex, and I think sex has today today's culture in a chokehold and a freaking chokehold, a chokehold, and I fell into it. You know what I'm saying? I fell into it, and it's hard. It's a deep hole that you just can't crawl out of unless you mm-hmm. have Jesus. Yeah, for man, and, I got, oh wait, I'll yeah, go ahead. You can go ahead. No, 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 no. You, you, if it's, you got it, you got it. I'll tell All you. Right. <laughs> so with sex, we when we do it outside of the context. Let me let me shed some light <laughs> on, what, uh, on what the context is. Sex was created by God. Yeah, sex was created by God, and it was meant. Uh, to glorify him and it's supposed to be between man and woman god created sex to be enjoyed in the context of a uh, of, of a marriage in a marriage bed so when we when we sit here and we pervert this 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 blessing that god has gave us we are doing the devil's work because let's let me tell you something. The devil does everything that God does, but in reverse. God says, "Wait till marriage." God and Satan says, "Do it right now." Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everything that everything it's like, and it's like, what am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say it all starts off with your state of mind, and I know. How I got into se- uh, sex and all that, it's been a buildup of years. I'm talking about since I was 11. Sorry. Sorry. 11. <laughs> it's, been, it's, been, it's been almost a decade. Yeah, whatever reaction you want, bro. Be real. No, I'm, bro, I, once, he, hey. once he's done, hey, once he's done, I'm, I'm going to go in, too. <laughs> Just, no, I'm yeah. going to go in, no, too. I'm next. Man, you next. I'm next. I got to ask him. So with sex, like, it all started off with 
with just, you know, just me being on the internet and then me falling into uh, pornography and uh, pornography having this big, uh, this big role in my life. I'm talking about like every time I wake up, I do, I'd watch a little bit, you know what I'm saying? Every time before I go to school, I do it. And it just interrupted my day, interfered with my day. And with pornography, you learn new things. So I, I, you know, I got into masturbation. Masturbation is what really like, uh, it's been the driving uh, force in, 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 in my life. Honestly, it's been the, this big uphill battle and with God, I'm, I'm defeating it. You know what I'm saying? I'm defeating it. But but after this masturbation, you get older and you get you get uh you find new ways to be more deceitful. You find what you, you tell your parents lies. You're like, I'm gonna go here, but you're really out over there, and you know, you have sex. Yeah. And then sex itself is just it's so it like God made it so good that it's hard it's hard to just stop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He wanted it to be enjoyable for the the married couple, or yeah, the married couple. But if you fall into it early, you experience how great it is too early, and it is hard to escape those good desires that um, that you that you've placed that you that you have placed upon yourself. Um, and to kind of bring in some bring in some reality, me and my girlfriend. We struggled with sex. Like, it was bad. You know, every time we met up with each other, we'd do it. And I would kind of say it's my fault because she was a virgin. I know, kind of bad. <laughs> and I first I first did it when I was, like, 15. And from there on out, it was, yeah, it was bad. But I don't know if it's a good thing. I didn't do it with a lot of people. So it wasn't like crazy, but with my girlfriend, it was crazy. But now, I would say like a few weeks ago, we came to the realization. Well, we've already had it like back of our heads. Like like I said, we would know that we're doing something wrong, but we would just keep doing it because we had we had that good desire, not the bad desire to do to have that good feeling from sex. But now we've kind of just cut it out. We we've stopped, you know, making out, but. We kiss, but not like crazy, intimate kiss. You know, it's just a lover's kiss. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah, but it's just it was bad. It was a bad journey, but luckily we've we've cut it off now. But with the help of Christ, you know, of course, exactly. And then you know, if we're you know we're being again we're we're all being real today. Whoever's listening to this, man. This is this is what Chris and I talk about when we were like, oh, we were really bad people. This is exactly what I mean, we're, we're referring to. We're still bad people. Yeah, we still are, but this is like our the the worldly life that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The form the former life that we that we that we chose to live. <clears throat> um, for me again, eleven years old as well. Seven eight years, something honestly that I never thought. Um, I'd be able to break out of, um, especially, um, into this year. Uh, I struggled with it a lot and 
as pornography and masturbation, those two things were very, very difficult for me to, to think of a life where I didn't have to do that anymore. To think of a life where I wasn't a slave anymore. And I was be, it was beyond the point where I enjoy, like it was beyond the point of enjoyment. It was, it became something that consumed me and I, and I obviously knew it was wrong, but I never, I gave up. It was like, I, I, I lost, I felt defeated. But then again, in, in that point in time in my life, I, I wasn't thinking about God. I wasn't thinking about Jesus. I wasn't thinking about having any sort of relationship or, or, um, coming back home to Jesus during the, during this point in time in my life. Um, still very recently is like three, four months ago. Um, when I really started to fall in love with who Jesus is and watch him transform me. And now it's something, it's, it's, it's a thing of the past where yes, I have defeated or Christ has <laughs> defeated, um, pornography and masturbation for me. And he's given me that strength to be able to look at people, women with respect and be able to have that self-control and be able to understand that that was a sin and to look back at how far how far that god and i have come together is 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 always going to be a blessing because this is something that i thought i would never get out of and it is it is a very real thing um a lot of people still struggle with it that's why it was normalized people openly have conversations like yo how many times did you do this bro how many times did you do this with that girl um how many times did you do it in a weekend Man, when I tell you I was chronic, it was chronic. Something that was a part of everyday routine, and you could not go one day without it. And 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 it's a, it's an embarrassment. It's it's an embarrassment because it was a true addiction, and not not a lot of people knew. Um, and it was very difficult to to do it on my own, to do it on my own understanding. So to finally know that and walk with, with, with God and walk with Christ to, to really give me that strength and to change my life and change my, change everything about, about how I viewed my perspective pretty much. That's, that's what really made me want to continue because he helped me defeat that. And I still, I still sin. I still, as, as, as little lust as it is, as, 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 as whatever it is, even if it's for a moment, that's still, that is still a sin. And I always want to make sure that I let him know. I ask for forgiveness and, and, and I, and I would, oh, I go, go to the Bible just to help me get, gain strength for the next time, for the next battle. So that, that's just to be real with you guys, you know, like we were not just, putting this out there just because it's something we want to talk about. It's something that a lot of people do struggle with. And a lot of the problems that we do face can only be solved with Jesus. As, as many people that don't like to hear that, that is the only way that you can, that problems can be fixed by trusting in Jesus, by trusting in the plan and depression, anxiety, whatever it may be. Jesus can fix that. Jesus has fixed that. 
it's it's, it's what it's what allows you to rest in 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 his arms it's what allows you to 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 breathe in his arms and slow life down because why why would why would we have to worry about everything else when when god already has it under control yeah, i 100% agree right there you know without god you can you can fix or kind of reduce let's say depression you can do it by, you know, either like meditating or, you know, just distracting yourself. But when you're away from those things, you eventually fall back into depression. But when you're with God, you know, you can give God your depression because you know that he is with you. And no matter what, you know, sometimes he is going to give you hardships. But that is just so he, you can build off of that. It's never a time that he's purposely going to hurt you. And knowing that God is with you. There's no need to either like be scared, and you know it's, not, it's normal that we get scared or like um, we feel some type of way about something, like we're anxious or all that. But down the line, you know, you can give it to God because He'll handle it for you. At the end of the day, it's just you and God against the world, you know. And even then, in the Bible, uh, um, it also says, "Do or in the Gospels, I think it says, do not be afraid.'" There's always, there's there's at least there's over I think in over a hundred times it says. Do no, not I think be I know I know what it's, it's exactly I think exactly three hundred and sixty five. Yeah, it's either that or a different uh, verse, but similar to that, and it's stated three hundred and sixty five. So you can use it every day. You have it every day with you. Do not be afraid, because God is not a God that wants to make you scared. No. So do He's not be afraid. God. He's a jealous God that wants you, but, you know, in the good way, you know, because in other ways, jealousy is just terrible, but he's a jealous God that wants you to be with him in heaven. He wants to con- connect and, like, reattach the family that he he wants to create up in heaven with, them. with everybody, with Moses, with Jesus, Peter, David, all those people. Man, imagine... A big old table. You guys, you guys eat. It's a celebration, man. Yeah. Yeah. You think they eat I think they would. If they did, that big old table would be so fun. Man. That's going to be exciting. Chris, what you got? <laughs> <laughs> so, like, shoot. Uh, yeah, so like with with like all these different types of sins and all that, I we don't want you guys to think that you know you guys are too far. Oh. Nothing, if especially if you accepted Jesus and you accidentally uh, fall into sin, I'm, uh, there's always uh, a way to get back. Mm-hmm. God is waiting for you with open arms. And for a little bit before I truly got into my relationship with uh, Jesus, just at the very beginning, I was like, I'm going to hell. I'm going straight to the bottom. Like, there is no hope for me. But I realized that Jesus Christ has defeated and he has conquered uh, sin. He's made it doable for every single person here on this planet. 
He has made it possible for you and, and me and everybody. So don't count yourself out because Jesus has never counted you out. Jesus has never looked at you with with a disgust. He's looked at you as oh, my child. Yes, he might be a little disappointed. He's he's the great parent. He, yeah. You know, he 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 might be a little disappointed at some of the actions that you do, but that never takes away from the from the love that he has for you. His, His love, love is limited. Yeah, it, and look, I was on I was on TikTok. And somebody was like, why does Jesus or why does God love us? And That's a good question. that is a good question. And you like you will not find it anywhere in the Bible. They were saying how if God had a reason, then that reason would be bound to fail. <laughs> and God is not a God of failure. The reason as to why God loves us is because that's who he is. He is love. And when you come to that understanding, you can present to him any sin. He wants you to kind of like have him as your diary. You know what I'm saying? Whatever sin that you've committed, present present it to him. Tell him, tell him what's up. Be honest. Don't, don't hold back nothing. Yeah. And you can tell him, you know what, God, I still feel like it. I still feel like having sex. I still feel like going back to this old person. I still feel like smoking weed. I still feel like doing whatever sin I might want to kill someone. But he he values that honesty. He values that you told him. And God is so good that he could change your heart. He could change your mind. You just have to let him come in. Yeah. Look, just a little bit. Like mm-hmm. when you're praying and say you're confessing your sins, if you're hiding that sin that you feel ashamed about, you're basically lying as well because you you don't want to hide anything because he knows everything. He need, he wants you to present what you have to present. He doesn't want you to hide anything because if you're hiding something, you're lying to yourself. You're lying to him, to God. It's it's a whole thing. And to, to build up, uh, to build off of that, if you conceal your sin, if you conceal your sin, you conceal your, your blessing. You stop yourself from uh, receiving that blessing that God is trying to give to you. God, God owes not a single person. So you might go broke, right? But because God is love. He's going to help you. Let me tell you something. Honestly, let me tell you something. My mom, she needed her car fixed. Uh, something about her AC, like it was blowing cold air, straight cold air. And she didn't realize how much it would be. So the guy, uh, the mechanic finished working on her car. And the price came out to $655 and some change. My mom is looking at me. And her face is like her, it's like her face changed. Like she was smiling, like literally five minutes before, like she was cool, but she looked so depressed right after she heard that price. Cause times is tough for us right now. But my mom, what, what she failed to do was she failed to go directly to God. She started making phone calls. She started, uh, uh, 
trying to figure it out on her own. But what I did was I went into my room. I closed my door. I went down on my knees. And I said, God, this is not the way that things are supposed to turn out. And I believe and I had faith in God that he would change the situation. My mom got the money that she needed. She got, she got enough to pay uh, the mechanic. It's with faith that, that that was supposed to happen. God will never leave you uh, stranded. He knows. He knows how, how deep and how far you've gone. But he will always take care of his children. He's not like us. For us, we got we we got different reasons as to why we 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 love people. And all those reasons are conditional. But God presents to us this unconditional love and this unconditional mercy. Why not why not why not use the opportunity? And from what you're talking about with your family, it sucks that you guys are going through a rough time at the moment, but you know, God gives everybody, not just people. Like, he doesn't target anybody. He gives everybody tough trials to test their faith. As he did with many people throughout the Bible, he has tested them to see if they will still have faith. But it's not always to test to see how much faith they have. Sometimes it's a test to build their faith and to realize what they are doing that is wrong and what needs to be fixed. Yeah. With, uh, especially like a story that comes into mind is, is Abraham and, and his son. And those of you who who know a little bit about Abraham and, and Isaac, y'all know that it's a crazy story. You know what I'm saying? Abraham and Sarah, they try to do things on their own. This is exactly as to why we have different religions and stuff, because they try to do it on their own. But when when God stepped into play, he gave them a blessing, and that was Isaac. Isaac was about 33 years old when, when Abraham uh, said, you need to sacrifice your son. Ooh, yeah. And Abraham was obedient. He was obedient. And just as he was raising the knife up to, 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 to slaughter his own child, God presented to him a lamb, or not a lamb, a ram. And that was the sacrifice. And that paints such a big like picture. We are supposed to be on that, on that altar. We are supposed to be on that altar dying. We were supposed to die. But God presented to us a a sacrifice. And that pure sacrifice, that sacrifice with no blemishes, that sacrifice who did nothing but his father's will, was abandoned, naked, and afraid on a cross. And he did that for you. Everyone. Man, that's just... I still can't believe it. That's crazy. It is. Oh, my gosh. 
And imagine if we lived back then, before, well, during those uh, times in the gospel. Man, I didn't think we'd be able to survive that. Because they had harsh, harsh trials they had to go through. And even on that cross, hold on, sorry, Chris. Um, no, I had to, there's one part. There's one part. Even on that cross, um, he was still asking his father for forgiveness to the people who were killing him. Yeah. Imagine that. Imagine that's someone shooting you. That's love. Yeah. That's real love. Imagine someone shooting you, and you're like, "I forgive you. I forgive you. Don't worry about it." They're going to look at you like you crazy. Yeah. yeah, what's wrong with you, man? Like, why are you saying this right now? <laughs> <laughs> like, bro, I just shot you. <laughs> I'll be too distracted about the wounds. I don't even think I'll be able to talk. That's what I'm saying. <sighs> yeah, but that was all I wanted to say. <laughs> I just wanted to toss that in there. It was great. I enjoyed it. That's fine. I mean, there's so much we can talk about sin. Like, sorry, but there, there's 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 a lot of things that we can go we can go on about sin. Yes, uh-huh. not good at all. Okay, we we know that, but we still do it. Why? <sighs> I wish I could answer that question. Um, Actually, I know the answer. We sin because it's part of our nature. Sin has yeah, that's been. Right. Yeah, sin has been instilled with within us since that since that moment we betrayed God. We've been struggling, trying to find our way back to Him. You know, and it, it, let me tell you something about sin. Sin is like a a genetic disorder passed on from generation to generation. See, now we have nearly eight billion people. In the entire world struggling with sin. Yeah. And sometimes it's a family tradition. I, I wouldn't be able to specifically say what, but I know some family traditions that just go with sin. And even though they might not, they might not know the Christian or the, the life of Christ, it's a tradition to sin. And... Uh, I don't know how to keep going with this, but I hope you guys know what I'm talking about. Or trying no, to go but, with this. Yeah, the Bible says uh, something about uh, forsaking God or or why. Shoot, I don't know. Never <laughs> mind. Bro, I don't oh, want to say that. No, it says something about that. Like, <laughs> like, why would you forsake God for the sake of uh, tradition? Something like that. Mm-hmm. So, like, tradition this- definitely is put it on a pedestal and yeah. definitely on uh it's on a higher level compared to god in in certain cultures and families yeah like so it's gonna be a little harsh but people in rough cities it's gonna be this is gonna be a hard thing but like new york the so on quote-unquote culture that there is in new york it's rough you know, I it is hard to pick out or even see a person that living that lives in Christ in those type of cities because it's all just ruthless and goes against everything that the Lord has said. 
is just a culture of what's the word I'm looking for? Backstabbing, kind of. But then again, even even if we were going to talk about backstabbing betrayal in the last episode, you know, Joseph and his brothers, Jesus yeah. and Judas, you know, Jesus got betrayed. Again, what makes you think you're not going to be betrayed by the world, by the people? You know who's not going to betray you? Huh. Jesus. God, Jesus. Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, he's he, like, he, listen, and, and you guys, you guys said something. Um, you know, yes, God is always there. You know, he won't ever leave you. He won't ever abandon you. We can, we can, you know, distance ourselves. We can, you know, choose the world and, 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 you know, kind of push him away, but he's never going to leave. That's the thing. And, 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 and the, the voice, voice of the enemy will try to get like, oh, you're too far gone. You know, the yeah. voice of the enemy is going to be like, oh, he, he does he, you know, he doesn't want to talk to you. You know, you're, you're too far gone. There's no, you can't come back. Like just stay here, and, you know. And, that, and that's never, it's never ever going to be true. You are never too far because he's always waiting at the door for your knock. He's always he's knocking. Or he's always knocking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Again, it's like you know, yeah. you, we we talked about this before. Have, go on a date with Jesus. He's like, hey, you're gonna you're gonna tell him like, oh, I'm gonna pray at seven thirty tonight. He's he's gonna be at the table, and if you don't are show you up, show up though. You're gonna are you gonna are you gonna stand up, Jesus? Oh, are you, are you gonna do that? Think about that image. You're going to stand up Jesus. You're going to stand him up? That's we, do that anyway. we do that anyway. We, exactly. Oh, Are you going to continue to uh, stand up Jesus? Are you going to continue to do that even after you've accepted him? Like, sometimes we got to kind of put it into uh, a perspective. We got to look at we got to look at how it feels to be God. And God is the, the God. He definitely has emotions. He, he's given us our emotions. Picture how God would feel. Before you even commit that sin, before you even kind of try to like isolate yourself uh, from, from, from God, picture how he feels. You guys it's might have a, a, yeah, you guys might have a boyfriend or, or girlfriend and, Imagine you guys break up. It's going to hurt. But God takes it more seriously because that means mm. it, that means eternal separation from him. You separate yourself from God now, you're going to separate yourself for eternity from God. And then you're going to wish when you're facing all this torture and all this pain, you're going to wish that you're going to wish that you stayed in God's presence. Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people think that when we when we get into God's presence, it's uh it's all about us. No, it's not about us. Especially when we're worshiping, it's not about how we feel. It's about it's about what's what's factual. It's about what's going on with God. We are glorifying God. We're doing what what we are created to do. Like, God could have sat here and just made us like robots and and said, you guys have to work with me when you guys uh, get up at the crack of dawn all the way to uh, midnight, tonight, whatever, every night. He could have said that. But no, he gave you guys a choice. 
He gave me a choice. And unfortunately, I made the wrong choice. We've all made the wrong choice, but hopefully we have the Holy Spirit to kind of discern uh, the wrong that we've done in our lives, to, to come into a realization about all the things that we've done in our lives and, and, and say, hey, I did God so dirty. I need to go back to him because it's in him I have a home. These four walls that I'm in, these four walls that the boys are in right now, that's not home. God is home. Wherever you are at, God is with you. You are home. I agree. I, I, I didn't think of that. That's... It's true. Because uh, sometimes you have to put good. it in perspective. Like We have to put a lot of this into perspective. It's like, yes, we, we follow, we, we praise, we praise God. But like... Take a moment to really sit down and think about who he is. Like, think about how much he loves you. Think about how much you matter to him. Think about how much, like, he wants to, to just be with you. And, and, and again, knocking at that door is an image. It's like, hey, I, I want to be there for you. It's, it's not just like, I'm, I'm here for you. Like, he wants to do all this. This is, these are things that he wants to because he loves you. And, 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 and we forget that. Like as like honestly, we'll we'll be we'll be caught up in in serving and and it's good it's good to serve it's good to to follow him but take 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 a moment to really 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 appreciate and think about that this is true and genuine and unconditional love that this is this is the God that created everything and he wants to know you he wants to be with you and have an intimate relationship with you. Yeah. This is not this is not by this is not something like by default. This is something that he wants. This is something that, that he wants to, to 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 be with you and spend time with you and 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 transform you because you just need to give him that chance. He won't force. And Chris said he gave you a choice. It's not going to force you. Again, he, again, he spent nine months creating us every little detail. He knows the hairs on our head. That's how much love he has for us. No, individually, how much hair we have on our head. Bye. I mean. Listen, I mean, you got a girlfriend, Chris. You got a girlfriend, right? Yeah. Do, do, do they do they know the amount of hair on your head by nope. the strands on your head? Absolutely not. I hope not. <laughs> the love, the extent he goes to. Again, I said this in one of the other episodes. He created everything, everything, literally everything, in six days, and he rested on the seventh. But he took nine months to create us, who we were who we are and who we are going to be the past, the present, and the future. He took that time to perfect us, not, not, not in, in, in behavior, but in his image. Yeah. That's, that's care. Every little minute detail like this, this is, he created us. He created us to look a certain way. And he's like, this is good. They look, they look very beautiful. And it's all for a purpose, you know, because some people live a life thinking they don't have a purpose. Now, at some point in my life, I I question myself, like, what what is my purpose? And sometimes I still catch myself to this day, like, wondering what my purpose is, because sometimes I, I'm just clueless and I'm kind of just walking in circles over and over and over again. But God created us for a purpose and with a purpose. There's always exactly. a reason for what he's done for or to us. Or even around us, you know, it's all, it all leads to something great. And 
like I said before, sometimes he he gives us hard times. Or I, I got a question for y'all real quick. Do you think yeah. God lets us fall into sin so we can build off of that, or is it just absolutely? Yeah, think, I I think I think God does because <clears throat> temptation. Yeah, that's, here's the thing. I was you guys throughout the episodes. You guys hear me reference uh, the book of Samuel, Saul, David, all these characters in the Bible. But with with Saul, the reason as to why I can answer this question is with Saul, he was trying so hard to he was trying so hard to kind of glorify himself and he didn't even realize he was so self-deceived that he didn't even he even he didn't even know what he was doing he even went as far as building a monument for himself Oof. and the the bible states that in first samuel that uh god an evil sit uh, an evil spirit sent out by god uh came to saul and that doesn't mean that God has an evil spirit and he sent it out to Saul. No, that means uh, Saul was so in the flesh and so deep in what he did, God allowed something to happen to him. God allowed an evil spirit to come to him. He didn't stop it. You know, if you, if you, if you put in per, uh, perspective, every day we have angels all around us fighting demons trying to protect us from this, uh, from this, spiritual warfare that we're always in but god was like you know what i'm gonna take a step back because saul took 700 step back uh step back steps back from me there we go so it's like so it's like god is gonna let you do what you want god is gonna allow you to sin because it's not within his character <clears throat> to be a dictator yeah and and to even expand on that even the angels in heaven have free will. That's how they were able to uh, be deceived by uh, Lucifer. And one little thing, like if you're an angel in heaven, one little thing that you do wrong, you're going back to the gulag. You're not staying up there. It's, show me that's yeah, there's no chance because, because yeah. they've seen the face of God already. The reason yeah. as to why when we fall from God and that and and that we have this this whole thing going on with Jesus and all that is because we haven't seen the face of God. We haven't seen the the pearly gates. We haven't seen what the angels have seen. So if they're in God's presence all the time and they fall, that's on them. And they can't come back. One day we'll all be up there cheering on God's name. Man, there's something I was going to say, and I completely forgot. Ah. This okay, me too. I, I was thinking about something, and it just slipped out. I was like, yeah, this is just fantastic. I really had something good, too. Oh, 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 oh. It's like I threw my tongue. Sorry, guys. Uh, oh, oh, oh. You're talking about Solomon, right? No, I was talking about... Uh, Saul, Saul, S-U-A-L. Oh, I oh, S-A-U-L. I can't spell... <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I can't do math and I can't spell. Listen, this, uh, this is not a credible source whatsoever. Listen, just unfollow. Don't even listen. Dude, um, don't follow, just I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Haha, kidding. Dang. Okay. I did talk about Solomon because I know he built the the most uh, the most righteous building. Or yeah, he built the temple. Yeah, he built yeah, the yeah, temple. Yeah. 
And later on, you know, he was living the life of Christ, but later on, somehow he wanted up with 700 wives, which is, what? Too many. You know, and through all that, he has met so many people, like kind of like with us, that we, we meet new people and we have new friends. But little do, when we see like, the background, like the wives, they had, they were following different gods. And Solomon, he fell in and started believing in their gods. And he fell from, or he kind of, he separated himself from God and God just ruined his whole um, kingdom that he had. Yeah. So, watch uh, watch your environment because that could lead you to uh, bad temptations as well. I hate this pause because I'm trying to think of something, but nothing is coming to my brain. Well, now you made it worse. You Sorry. Know. Listen, but that's the thing. Though. We keep it real talk, real truth. Listen, whatever, whatever, whatever happens, we say it. That's just how that works. Okay, we don't edit anything around here. No, we don't need to. It's a podcast, um, guys. Let's see, why don't we bring up some big, popular, maybe something with, like, celebrities that, like, it's controversial. Oh, wait, wait, wait. There's one. Um, a lot of people, like, there's there's always a lot of debates that people have about about um, Jesus or our God, quote, unquote, is what they said. Where was mm-hmm. your God when this happened to me? Where was oh, your man. God when, 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 when my brother died or, or when, or when my mom got cancer or, or when there were a bunch of kids who, who this happened to and that happened to, um, you know, that, that, that's a point that is always, always brought up. And again, it goes back to faith. You know, it's mm-hmm. easier said than done, but God will allow things to happen. Um, as, as we, as we talked about, um, and I think there, there, like, not, not only that, God, God will allow things to happen and there are things that you can't take with you on that journey. So, you know, you, you want to take a lot of things with you. And, and I think we mentioned this before, um, it's like, oh, wait, first, um, let me, let me say bye to my mom or let me say bye to my dad before I follow you on this journey, Jesus. Yeah. It's like, no, nope, you can't do that. You, you got to drop everything you're doing and follow you're not going to be able to bring it a lot with you or anything with you. And Jesus says, come as you are. And, uh, with death, you know, sometimes people, not sometimes people die. Right. But sometimes I don't know. Let me just say it like this. When a Christian dies or a follower of Christ dies, right. Early, say they die early. God might have taken them early so that it could prevent, them from the from going into bad uh, into a bad state, you know it's it's releasing them early, so nothing or nothing. Ah, dang it! How am I supposed to say this? Nothing worse can happen to them. So it's, it's kind of like secured the spot. You also said something about purpose, which is what I want to talk about. Yeah. Um, purpose. Um, if God still wakes you up every single day. Um, just know that there's still a purpose that he's, that he's working through right now. You know, if you, if you are waking up every day, you still have a purpose. Your purpose is, you know, God's still doing that. You know, th- there's a reason why he wakes you up. He just won't wake you up for no reason. Sometimes you, know, don't, you don't even feel like it sometimes, but, he but again, again, you gotta think about it. You might not always see what he's doing. He works behind closed doors every single day. He, he grinded. That's the plan. We don't know the plan. I mean, if we knew the plan, then what? Then what would what would we do? Like, really? 
if we knew what's happening in the future, then there wouldn't be any type of faith. Yeah. Or like feelings. Cause you already know what's coming. And God doesn't want you to do that. God wants you to, to, to worry about the day, the day that is at hand. That's why he gives you the daily bread. He feeds you today. He doesn't feed you tomorrow. I love my daily bread. <laughs> I love it. Chris, I know that was a bar. I said it again. Yeah. you were, It's like, I think last episode, you're like, he gives us the daily bread um, because like the bread like goes stale or something. That's what you're like. If you kind of if you keep today's bread for tomorrow, it's just gonna get you know. Fine. That's pretty good. Okay, it's, so it's speaking. Like, go, ahead, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, okay. I, I was that was it. I was okay. gonna say something dumb. All right. So speaking about bread, like uh, David, he was like on the run from uh, from Saul, and David is in the city of Nob, and he's speaking to Ahimelech, uh, a priest. And David's like, yo, like, I need some bread because I'm like, he's not telling the truth. You know what I'm saying? He's like, I need some bread for me and my troops. But really, David was on the run from Saul. So I was trying to kill him. Uh, And and, uh, what? Ahimelech was like, yo, we don't got no ordinary bread. We only got consecrated bread. Uh, in, In other words, holy bread. Yeah. David's like, yo, just. You know, just give me some. I'm like, it's like, yo, you got some qualifications, like that you got to get by, like, um, you haven't, you have to make sure that you have never touched a woman, or not, I don't know, like, I don't know, something, something, something. But he ends up taking the bread. But the 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 I want to speak about the consecrate uh, the consecrated bread part. Um, the consecrated bread had to be, uh, it had to be thrown away, or or kind of like replaced every week because that uh, the consecrated bread represented fellowship with God and, and his people. So when we have Jesus and we eat this, this never, uh, this never stale bread, we are in constant fellowship with God. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So make sure that you guys are in taking your, your, your bread. You guys are eating your bread. And you know that could that could be by worship, uh, that could be by prayer, uh, reading the Bible, whatever it is, having a conversation with God. So simple. Just make sure you eat. <clears throat> Here we go. This is this is something I want to I want to touch on now. Um, we, 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 you know, we, as people, you know, sometimes our, our, our dialect or our diction is, you know, includes some words, you know? Some words that are some words that are good, some words that are bad. You know me, me too. You know I've I've tried cutting back on a couple of these words, but you know you know you know what words I'm talking about, guys. You know what mm-hmm. words? Those curse words. Those curse words. You know we do oh, we say it all the time. Like like oh. like we 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 add these to, for emphasis or or just for certain dialects. Sometimes you know people add a little bit too many curse words. It makes you feel uncomfortable, and you know. Honestly, let's just be real here. On the topic of sin, it is a sin to do that. You know, again, even even like going back to the little white lies, it is still a sin. You could be like, hey, mom, I'm going to go here, but really you're going to go halfway across the country. 
Um, that's an exaggeration. But, you know, even if it's something like that, like, hey, I'm going to get apples, but I bought oranges, still, you know, kind of like that. Um, cursing, you know, in, in, in the Bible. Me, Chris, Chris and I remember we, 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 we felt very, very strongly about this as well. It was, it was, you know, we, we, us as humans, we, we, we have the power to tame animals, but we cannot tame our own tongues. Something that we have control over, our tongues, but we can't do it. You know, again, this is the same, the same mouth that praises Jesus, the same, the same, the same mouth that's, that's saying the same curse words. We can't praise and curse at the same time. Like, how does that work? Yeah. yeah. Chris, is there anything you want to say about that? Yeah, guys. Um, when, when we, I want to say like the way I view it is God created us with, with lips and, and teeth. And then we have our tongue. Notice how the lips come first, then the teeth, then the tongue. It's more of like, I view it as a guard. Like it's a, it's, Okay. Think about it. Yeah, like, like in Revelations, it say that Jesus Christ is coming back with a double-edged sword, the the sword of truth, and the sword of truth is His words. But what if we have a sword of deception? What if we have a sword of of just flat evilness and sin? We have to make sure that we're able to control ourselves. We have to have self-control when it comes to our tongues you know sometimes you know you might stub your toe you just want to say the f word you know what i'm saying but you got to make sure that you're you know and it, it happens by accident you're not you're not going to hell if it happens by accident but it's, it's like if you make a daily practice of doing the wrong thing like cursing like hector knows bro. like i used to curse like crazy I was cursing up a storm since I was like young. Since he was like five. Yeah, since I was five. Exaggeration <laughs> also. No, I'm kidding. Oh. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, no. But like, but how do you how do you learn to curse? We have to come to a, a, a full on understanding, and that's through that's through what we watch and what we hear. W W uh, transition. I love that. That was beautiful. Yeah. Like. <laughs> We we may sit here and watch all these shows that that say all these bad words and listen and make a practice of listening to these the, this trash music that you know that just speaks straight blasphemy. These evil words that weren't designed for us to say, and the Bible states that the eyes and ears. And I think maybe the mouth are like a portal to the soul, you know? So whatever you hear, whatever you see, it manifests itself into reality. And that could be, it could be tomorrow. It could be weeks from now. It could be years down the line. So you got to also make sure that, that to avoid cursing, like uh, more specifically, like you got to make sure that you're staying away from things that, will make you want to curse, like listening to the bad music and and watching the bad shows. I personally never, like from my, from young age, 
I listen to my mom. She's like, don't curse. Or sometimes, like, even when I said heck, you know, she was like, slap my mouth. <laughs> so I knew from then, like, I can't Same. be saying. Slapped in the mouth, gang. Yeah, I can't be saying that. And sometimes from baseball, you know, if I threw like oh, a yeah. bad pitch. Oh, yeah. I would, I don't know if it was accidental or if it was on purpose. I don't know. It's either bad. It was, it was bad either way, but I would just say the F word. And I don't, I don't curse at all. Personally, but when that happens, I know I, I know I messed up, and <laughs> it just catches me off guard. But for me, what really helped was kind of staying on top of it instead of like, all, like cutting the cords is good. But if you stay specifically on top of it, listening to what you say or think before what think what you say before you uh, speak, that helps a lot to um, stop cursing. I know a lot of people. Most people curse. Yeah. If you're being real, most people curse. And it could be hard not to curse. I have most of my friends curse. And my girlfriend, she used to curse, but um, I got her to um, stop cursing, which was good. But yeah, cursing is one of the big, I say big three that is uh, not good. And here's a funny thing that, that I think of when we say that. Um, people, people listening, it's like, if if there's any thought like that pops in your head, it's like it's just cursing though. It's like like it's just like or, or words. it's just like, words. It's just no, 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 no. Like like it's like oh, it's like it's just like I'm just. It's, what if I don't mean it? You're still saying them, or, mm-hmm. or it's like well, it's just it's cursing. It's not big. It's not that big a deal. Listen, it's it's better to just not do it. Like yeah. it, it just just make sure like again, clean mouth, clean mouth, clean heart. You know, just. Everything else, everything else, you know, again, but we have to, we also have to do this, you know, seek first the kingdom of the Lord, put your, put your eyes on God and everything else is going to follow. So Mm -hmm. again, it's, it's it's a very big thing with the content we consume. Um, Now a couple of you people might, you know, I'm not going to lie. You might, you might start checking out at this point. Like you might, you might be like, but like, I want to listen to music. I want to watch these videos. I want to watch this. Listen, I still struggle with it. Um, I just, listen, I just started my transition to, 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 to stop listening to secular music. Any, like any substitution that just helps me remind myself of the message that, that, that God has again on top of the Bible, just having music, worship music, music that just feeds that spirit of, 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 having that relationship with God, it's it's very important too, because again, what you consume what will you give off. Yeah. And it's like very it's like, oh, it sounds very extreme. Well again, you can't be 50-50. That's how that goes. You can't have yeah. a little bit of the world and then have a little bit of Jesus and be like, you can't you okay, listen, I said this before. You can't have your cake and eat it. You, 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 like you can't have your cake and eat it. Like this is the cake. Like I made the cake and I'm going to eat it too. No, like 50, 50, my brother, you're either a hundred or you're out. And again, there's a, there's, there's this little thing that I heard the other day. It's, it's a fence. You got, you got Jesus on one side. You got the devil on the other side. You know, you heard this one. Um, devil on the other side, Jesus on this side and the fence. Well, you didn't pick God and you definitely didn't pick the devil. So you're on the fence. And the devil comes up to you and says, well, the fence is mine. So, well, you didn't pick anything, right? But guess what? Just because you didn't pick anything doesn't mean, you know, you're safe from that. Like, there's, if there's no choice, you made a choice. Yeah. 
God claims his side, not the line. He claims his side because the line is a part of the other side. We don't want that. He wants his pure old side that you that you should be on. Uh, man, I was going to say something. I forgot. That was just another little analogy just to give you guys again, like uh, we don't want you to be on the fence, man. We really want you guys to be all in this because once you fall in love, you fall in love and your life just, uh, just, it's just so beautiful. Even though it's still, you still struggle. You still find that temptation. You well, still have those part. tests. That's the best exactly. part. Exactly. No, I don't say the best part, but <laughs> that's what you're reveals never alone. the best part. That's mm. the, that's the, you're never alone through it all. Mm-mm. And and to have that intimate relationship really changes your perspective on so many things. You're able to love people more <laughs> yeah. because you have that understanding. It's like, again, turn your cheek. If someone takes your cloak, offer your tunic. Again, it's it, you have to like it's it's love. You want to love people. It doesn't matter if they if they've done you wrong. Also, we, I'm going to harp this in every single episode. It's easier said than done. But again. You want to you want to try again. What would Jesus do? You want to try and, and and live as he did. Give love, no matter how difficult it may be, and always have faith. Again, faith yeah. is something that is so hard sometimes because we're believing in something that we can't see. But then but, again, that's the faith portion of it: believing and having faith, and 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 not only that, opening that door. Once that door is open, everything else will follow. Just, just make sure you know you you maintain that relationship again. It is like a two way street. You got your boyfriend, you got your girlfriend. You got to give them time. You got to give them love. You got to give them attention. You got to nurture it. You know, God, God's gonna be there, but you got He's gonna meet you halfway. But you gotta, you gotta go there too. He's not gonna carry you the whole way. You gotta carry your part too. He'll pick you up and dust you off. But you know you gotta yeah. carry your cross to keep going. Yeah, well, I I would say many Christians as well. They kind of just think God will do everything. You know, they will think that He will uh, relieve you from, let's just say, an addiction, and He will. But you have to get it started. You know, you have to give. You have to add your part into what the relationship is. You can't just. It can't be a one-sided relationship. Mm. All right. And we always reiterate that, always, because, um, again, we talk about this because we want you to be a part of this journey. You know, we, we want to spread that message to you because, you know, the, hey, this, again, we're not trying to sell you a lie. This life is, this life is fun, but it's not easy. You know, it, it, it's, it's, it's choosing, choosing God every day. That's, that's the part. Can you, can you choose God every day? When you wake up, are you going to go on TikTok or are you going to, you know, spend some time in the Bible? Are you going to pray? Before you go to bed, are you going to doze off watching YouTube or are you going to read the Bible? And even throughout the day, you're going to, you know, just have conversations. We, we said this in the beginning episodes, but then again, we talk about sin. We have to then understand what this journey is about, what this journey, what, what's the ultimate goal of the journey? As to have eternal life with God yeah. in heaven. Well, so, I, are, I, I would put it a different way. I would say it's to have a relationship. Because like, a lot of people just want to be in heaven without having a relationship. Yeah, yeah. It's better to have a relationship because then everything else would just come. It's kind of like a care package, you know? 
Yeah. You buy the bundle, you get the whole thing. <laughs> right. That's a good I, one. I, I heard about this thing. It's kind of going back to the sex part. I, I don't know if it's true, but I heard that, like, if you wait to have sex until marriage, God gives you a crown. Uh, God gives you a crown for, like, victory that you waited until marriage. I don't know if that's true, but I heard that, like, when I was younger. I don't know if it's more specifically about sex, but there's two different types of judgments. Uh, There's the judgment for unbelievers, and then there's the judgment for believers. Yeah. And unbelievers, (laughs) their judgment, they go to hell. And then for believers, uh, it's God takes their works all of their works and they and he places it in like a pile and they'll burn and then they'll turn into like i think like gold silver something like that and then that determines your rewards so you can get a crown based off of your works yeah but i don't know i don't know more so about uh, the streets like i don't know but so what cuz i know or Okay, that's kind of confident, but works. All right, I'm, okay. So when you get into heaven, it's not about the works; it's about the faith. But would you? Are you like implying that like works is just like a extra credit? No, not at all. Hmm. It, it does. It can't even come close to. It can't even come close to extra credit. Jesus says that our works are nothing but filthy rags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it's like if you have true faith in God, you'll want to do his will. Mm-hmm. And his, your, like his will is uh, manifested through you, through your works. So, for example, if you have a huge amount of faith in God, you might want to donate in your church. or You might want to uh, help someone who's <clears throat> sick or someone who's homeless. You know, that's because you have faith in God. Yeah. Um, I going off of that, it's very similar. Um, having faith, faith gets you to where you want to be, and works works doesn't, but works provides the evidence of your faith. Absolutely. Yeah, that, that's that, I learned that recently, and that that that, that opened my eyes up a bit. Because the whole time during my journey, I thought, you know. I kept doing things as a checklist and doing his works instead of it, like of instead of doing um, these things to learn and to get a better relationship. I just did it just to do it, you know. Some like like kind of like reading just no, reading ordinary book. Some people just read it to read it instead of reading to learn. It's kind of the whole thing with um, what we're talking about, kind of. There's another thing I think about with that too. It's like, um, I it's like along the same lines, but like like re- just reading the book just to read it. What 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 recently? Here's here's what I've done. Like you know I I, I you know I, I you know have a hobby. I work out, and so the, like one of the first times, like you know I have a relationship with God. Um, so I'm like, how about I work out for Jesus? Mm. And when I tell you that was one of the most 
fun workouts I ever had. Like I just had worship music in my head and in my headphones and just, just working out for Jesus and just enjoying it. I was like, dude, like, I'm, like I, there was nothing that I wanted in return just to, just to praise Jesus while I'm working out. And and not only that, it's like, oh, I'm going to work for Jesus. Like I'm going to go to work, but I'm going to work for Jesus. Like, Hey, let me, let me, let me work and praise God through this. Um, and now like doing that with so many other things, like, let me, let me cook for Jesus. Like, like, kind of, like just, just kind of finding a way to impl- like implement him in whatever you do and do it for him. And, 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 and it's, just, it's so cool. Like, cause I don't know why I was, I was just emotional the entire time. I'm just working out. I'm like, I'm not, I'm crying while I'm working out. It's like, oh, this is just, just so beautiful. I love it. It's just fantastic. Like I'm, I'm doing this because I, because I just, I just, I have to, I want to. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I want you to be in every part of my life. Um, and, 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 and you just don't, don't exclude him and include him in everything. That's, that's, he wants to be included in everything. So just, you know, like Im- implement him, just keep doing it. Like, you don't even have to, you don't only have to, I don't, you don't even, you, you, you don't only have to have him with you when you pray or when you read the Bible or when you go to church or when you consume, um, his content or content that, that has stuff to do that makes you grow in faith. Yeah, right, I are you okay there? Yeah, yeah my phone. Uh, yeah. Uh, what I was going to add on to that, like in this past summer, I worked and I I collected three thousand dollars. You know. Oh. Well, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> so I got I got that money, but I prayed to God that the money it was His money. I don't want the money to overtake my. Uh, like views of him it was his money and, and whatever i used the money for was for the benefit of him that was actually really good yeah yeah so chris anything you got to say um no not really all right well with that being said thank you guys so much for 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 coming on this 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 one hour adventure with us today uh, One hour, blast. twenty-two minute, and three seconds. Four, five. Six, all right, I'm not going to count out the seconds. <laughs> Anyways, this was this was a lot of fun to have our first guest on. He, he brought a lot of very good conversation, a lot of very good questions, a lot of engaging content for you guys today. Oof. We really got we got into the nitty gritty again. It's going to be one of them ones. It's the first podcast guest. We will definitely have him on again soon. We really enjoyed it. I appreciated it, and um. The next episode you guys see us in will be the Christmas special, which I'm very excited about. Um, we have some good things planned for that day. But um, anything else you guys want to say? Parting, parting words before um, you know, saying thank you, whatever it may be. Uh, oh, I, man, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean? Like you know, thank you guys so much. Whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. This is my first podcast, and it was okay. Yeah, it was fun. I, I didn't think it was going to be like this. I enjoyed it a lot. Especially when you podcast for Jesus, it gets better. Oh, yeah, because like, it's something I know and can help me. All right, guys. Well, thank you, Dario, for coming on. Thank you, Chrissy Poo, for always contributing to the conversations <laughs> with your biblical knowledge. You're amazing, Chris. I love you. Um, and again, for you guys listening, if you've made it this far, I don't know how you did it, but thank you. We love you. Um, 
thank you for the for the journey. Thank you for the last couple of weeks that you guys been with us. It's been fantastic. I can't wait to see you in the Christmas special. We'll see you then. Have a great, wonderful year. Day. And day. And Christmas. And morning. Every exactly. second of the day. We love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. Peace. Peace. What was that?